Welcome into the Weekly 80 Podcast here on MarymontSports.com and ESP Media Powered by Sidem Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Marymont Athletic Director Tom Neural. Tom, good morning to you. How are you? How was your weekend? Good morning, Jason. I'm great. Um, it was a great weekend. We got tournament draws out of the way, and uh, we're ready to wrap up the season. So, whenever you're ready, let's roll. Absolutely. Let's start off uh, on the links. The boys golf team, good finish at the districts, finished in the top five. Unfortunately, doesn't make the state as a team, but... As we talked last week, Jack Neville continues to just dazzle and uh, finishes second there. He's going to state now this Friday and Saturday at North Star. Impressive as he's been all season long. How has his demeanor been through this late season run, finishing the regular season and now moving into the postseason? I I don't think it's changed. Uh, You know, watching him at Beaver Creek last week, it was a it was a difficult day. It was a windy day. It's a difficult course. And uh, he was just focused all the way through. He had a, a good front nine, good back nine, uh, finished well. The rest of the team kind of struggled on the front and then recovered on the back nine, and the damage was already done. But but Jack has been laser-focused all year, um, getting medalists in so many matches. So really, we're really glad for him. He's really worked hard um, these last four years and to top his career off in Columbus um, at the at the state tournament. It's just great for him. So congratulations to him, and uh, he's got big big three days coming up here. Uh, sp- speaking of uh, some big t- big events coming up here, Kate Taylor and your girls' tennis team, she's through to the districts, winning both of her prelim matches, uh, six love, six love. She's really in a good place right now also to try and make a run in the postseason. She is, and uh, she goes in as a fourth seed into the districts. Uh, Saturday she lost both her matches, uh, one went extra sets, and uh, – you know, but but she's in. She knows she's qualified. So uh, we'll see what happens. I believe she has the athlete out of Troy that she is playing against. So even though Troy did not win a match, this athlete won most of hers. And so good luck to Kate this weekend at districts. Absolutely. Uh, let's move uh, indoors. Volleyball a s- split week last week and beat Finneytown in straight sets before uh, falling to Reading. That's a very good Reading team. So. Uh, no, no shame in that. You've got three matches left in the regular season, starting tonight at Williamsburg, and then on Tuesday and then Thursday at Madeira. Uh, how important is it for this volleyball team to finish this regular season strong? Well, it's good for them to get some momentum going. So uh, we thought we had some going. The Reading matches were good matches, just did not we did not win any of them. But then going into Williamsburg, they're one of the top seeds in the Division Three tournament, so that's going to be a good test for our girls tonight to go on the road and see what we can do. Tomorrow night is senior night against uh, Deer Park. That's Tuesday night, so we get to salute our seniors. And then Thursday, of course, our big rival, Madeira, at Madeira. So it's a great way to uh, finish up the season, uh, some good opponents there. And then the girls will open up their tournament on the 17th uh, at Reading against Norwood at 5 p.m. They defeated Norwood uh, earlier in the year, so... Uh, Hopefully, it could start to the tournament for the girls. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, also, uh, elsewhere, also winding down the regular season, both your soccer teams, girls and boys. Uh, girls, two good wins last week over Deer Park and McNick, still putting the ball in the net quite often. 11 to 1, the combined result there. Talked about a couple young ladies last week, but uh, Maddie Murphy starting to step up. She had three goals in the last two games. And uh, you've got another one against that that rival Madeira on Thursday the last match in the league and right right now tied for second in the uh, CHL yeah it's uh it, it's a busy week we have Alter tonight that's a big contest that was rained out earlier in the year um but Alter is going to come in so we get through Alter tonight you're right the big rivalry match with Madeira 
if some other things shake out, um, the winner of that Madeira game could end up in first place in the league, depending on what happens with uh, Wyoming on Thursday. So we have to play that in the back of our minds. We do a little bit of a, of a pre-tournament tune-up with uh, Baden on Saturday at 10 and 12, and then the girls will open their tournament um, probably with Williamsburg uh, in their, if they win their contest on the 17th here at Marymont. So we get to, we get to buy in the first round and then open up the second round uh, here on site. And on the boys' side of things, six straight wins, two big wins over Deer Park and Batavia last week. They're sitting in third right now in the league, right behind Indian Hill, and then, of course, Wyoming at the top. They've been spectacular all season long. But you, know, you tied Indian Hill earlier in the season. You lost only lost to Wyoming just by a 1-0 uh, result. And uh, you've got the home finale against Madeira Tuesday, Tuesday night. If you wind up getting into the, going forward in the postseason and you see either Indian Hill or Wyoming – as a potential matchup, how confident are you and how confident is this team that they can hang with those two teams? Well, we're not too worried about them because they're both Division II teams, and uh, we knew uh, playing them tough you know, that was going to be for the league. Um, but we're in Division Three, and we've got Madera tomorrow night for our senior night, and so that's going to be a, a good match because we'll see them someplace um, before the regionals, and so the boys can tune up with that till. Um, go to Baden on Saturday. They, our boys have the number one seed in the tournament, and so they'll play the winner of Claremont Northeastern and Purcell Marion here in Coosal Stadium on Saturday the 19th at uh, 7 o'clock. So it's a, it's good to get this one out of the way. they got a long week in front of them. And then they have a long break for the tournament, the whole week off. So hopefully the break does them good. They're a very confident bunch, and the league is so good this year with, as you said, with Wyoming and Indian Hill and Madera and us. Uh, it's just a really tough league that you have so many seeded teams in there. But um, the boys are really confident. They're playing well. Coach Vonix has them on track. So we're looking for, hopefully, knock on wood, a long tournament run. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, best of luck to them as they, uh, as they move forward there. Now, you talked about them, them uh, having a little bit of a break here. Uh, your cross-country teams have had that as well. We talked last week about the St. X invite. Now they're preparing this weekend for the, uh, the league championships out at uh, Taylor High School. Uh, as you've as you've talked to the coaching staff, maybe talked to some of the student athletes. What's the mood within the teams, and uh, how do you feel their uh, final preparations are going? You know, you get you get to this point in the season, and everyone's tired. All the sports people start getting worn down and they're tired. And Coach Dragovich has done a really good job spreading out the last couple of matches, uh, or last couple of meets. She likes having the weekend off before the league meet, which she did last week. Uh, have a good training week, and and just getting their distances down. So. Um, she thinks the runners are going to be fresh going into the league meet this week at Taylor. Um, it's kind of a challenging uh, course. It's a fast course, but you go over some different trains there. So she thinks the kids are ready. The kids walking around here and listening to them talk are pretty confident. The girls' team as a whole is really confident. Of course, you've got Lily and Aaron and a few other uh, runners doing a great job, and then, um, then Sam and the rest and the boys. So, Hopefully a good showing for them uh, at, at the CHL this week out of Taylor. And then, of course, the following week you have the Districts of Voice of America. So uh, hopefully their legs are fresh and the wind's at their back and we get some good times. There we go. A- absolutely. And to uh, propel them forward uh, in the postseason here. And uh, lastly, uh, we'll talk about the uh, Gridiron football team. Came up short against Indian Hill. Final score 38-14, to but not really indicative of how uh, close that ball game was. Indian Hill kind of spread things open uh, in the third quarter, but you hung with them tough there, especially throughout the first half. 
And uh, so no shame in falling to an Indian Hill team. They're a very good team. You know, obviously tied at the top of the league with uh, Wyoming. But a good chance this week to get back in the win column against uh, Finneytown, who's yet to win in the league. But uh, you know, now dropped two in a row. Is, do you feel there's any coaching staff feels any extra pressure to keep the kids focused, not get them discouraged? Because you've, you've lost – yes, you have lost two in a row, but to two very good teams. Well, they were in the game. Uh, in a fourteen-seven game the other night, Indian Hill came out after halftime, had a had a good drive to open up the second half, and then um, and then a trick play on their second possession to put them up twenty-eight-seven. Uh, but the kids played hard. I mean, we had a lot of offense. We were driving down to the red zone, um, ended some drives at our own mistakes. Um, but the kids are playing hard. They're playing well, and that was Coach Cummins' message to the team: is you know we we told you to stay focused. We told you to stay after it. We're going to work hard together. Um, you know, seven and three, eight and two is definitely a playoff shot. So we need to keep working hard. We need to get through these games. Keep our focus this week. This is homecoming week, so there's a lot of activities. The floats are being built and pep rally at the end of the week. So to get some uh, excitement back into it, it's going to be a big crowd. It's going to be a great night Friday night. So uh, hopefully everyone comes out, gets back behind this football team. There's uh, the naysayers haven't come out yet, so everyone's still behind this team. They still believe we can win and and get onto our postseason hopes at the end of the at the end of the season. Yeah, obviously, homecoming one of the big uh, events that always happens during the football season. As an administrator, take us kind of through the logistics. How, does it does things get even more hectic for you, or, or do a lot of things kind of take care of themselves within the system? Uh, how does that work out for you? And so our student council handles a lot of the events. We have different competitions uh, throughout the week for the classes to, to go back and forth. Today's today's crowd fit days. So we got a bunch of kids wearing gray around here today. Gray pants, gray shirts. They kind of look like ghosts walking around. Then we'll have <laughs> blue and gold day and our class spirit day. Um, yeah, they have a lot of fun with it. The student council does a great job getting the kids fired up. The kids are working on floats. We're still one of the only schools that still have floats in their homecoming parade, and uh, and our parade pretty much starts at the elementary school and winds back and forth through the village. Our, our alumni have a station along the streets, and uh, there'll be a lot of people out. And so, yeah, you know, there's some extra things, you know, making sure you take care of halftime, making sure you get the visiting team in here before the, the parade does. There's a lot of stuff going on, um, but but it's it's fun. It's uh a very small community. It's a tight knit community, and everyone seems to come back for homecoming. So, it should be a great night for our community, for our three villages to come together and just celebrate everything that's uh, great about Marymount. Yeah, and we've got a lot of great things going, of course. And as you said, you know, the playoffs definitely still within play. You know, four and two on the year, a very good league, and still some very winnable games the rest of the way. Uh, Tom, we wish you the best of luck, not only with homecoming and the football that, that night, but also the rest of the postseason. I know it's a busy time for you, but uh, you got a lot of positive things going for the for the Marymount Warriors. It's a good busy, so uh, you know, hopefully we have some deep tournament runs here and uh, – that's always work that you you like to do. So uh, hopefully we'll talk uh, again with some different updates next week. And uh, a good week to, to you and Rob. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tom. And that is Athletic Director Tom Neural and MarymontSports.com. And you can listen to the Weekly 80 Podcast here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.